Yep. What do you want to talk about today? Okay. Uh, Can I shut the door base? first? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. We are recording. Go ahead. Base of Miss, what's his name? Jeffrey Wolf. Who? It's the, the, the George guy. Floyd? Floyd. George Floyd? George Floyd. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh-huh. I didn't mean to be disrespectful. You I don't remember names. Anyway. You're terrible with names. Based on that, I want to tell you the first incident that I remember when my mother made it clear to me. It, she didn't really make it about race. She made it about child adults. I was maybe four years old. What do you mean about child adults? She made the relationship not about that someone was black and someone was white, but someone the respect a child had to show an adult. Oh, okay. And I must have been about four. We were living in a in a house in St. Paul before we went. I guess it was before we went to to Mankato. And my mother had a, a black cleaning lady who came in once a week. I don't remember her name. I'm going to call her Mary just because it's a name. Mm-hmm. And she, the two of them were talking in the living room. Mm-hmm. And I came bouncing into the living room and I said, I said, hey, Mary, where's such and such or whatever? And my mother said, stop. And I looked at her, I didn't know what I was doing wrong. And she said, Mrs. Brown is an adult and you are a child and you so show all adults respect so she never mentioned black mm-hmm. and you call her I call her Mary because we're both adults you have to call her Mrs. Brown because you are a child and that was the first kind of education thing like that that, that I remember but it started very young with me I like that I like that you, like, were taught to, like, be respectful of of adults. And I like the fact that your mom didn't mention her color. Color had nothing to do with it. Because, like, you just were taught to respect all adults regardless of what they look like. So, so she, my mother never made an issue of, and in St. Paul and Minneapolis, when I was young and we would go down to, to oh, what's her name? Anyway, my dad's cook. When, when we lived in Rochester, but if my dad took me to the cities, we would go down to his cousins, um, Helen Kasoy, who had the twins, the second one who just died, uh, and he told me. Anyway, um, and it was in a... It was in the part of, by the capital that was really shabby and poor. 
and which doesn't exist anymore. The part, that picture of me and my little dress with my yeah. purse and everything. Yeah. The, uh, the 14th Street isn't there anymore, not in the way it was when, uh, when Aunt Sarah and Uncle Meyer lived there with her parents and stuff. They, Her father had, had a uh, fourplex, and she and her parents and her brother, and actually... Robin's stepmother, before she married her father, and her brothers and sisters all lived in this fourplex. Anyway, but there were a lot of mixed marriages or mixed relationships. Yeah, was, say, was that legal yet? Like, was that a problem? I forget when. No, I'm saying in that area, it wasn't a problem. Was it ever illegal to be in a mixed relationship? What? Was it ever illegal to be in a mixed relationship? Not in Minnesota, no. That was a southern thing. Oh, okay, okay. Can, can that was very much a southern thing. Okay. I mean, when, you're, when your grandfather was at Fort Lee, and we, and, uh, we would hold classes for his class in the first 14 weeks while there was training. And all the... All the black officers were officers at on the fort, but it's, they they rarely went into Fort Lee itself because they were niggers there. I mean, and that's what they were. Yeah. I, I I don't like the word, but that's what they were called. Yeah. And they would come. Daddy would hold, Poppy would hold these study sessions, and they would come with the others and. The little old southern lady that we rented the upstairs from was not happy about it at all. But and that that's the fifties rather than than so, the forties. Can I ask you this question? Are events that are occurring now, like for Black Lives Matter, reminding you of what occurred during civil rights movements? Yes, it. I see black rights as a portion of the thing. I think everybody's rights matter. Yes. So to me, it's everybody should be able to have a good education. Everybody should be able to have good medical care. It shouldn't have anything to do with the color of skin. It shouldn't be. I mean, we were just talking to Nick and, and uh, Dina. And the. Dina. 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 Dina walks into a doctor's office. She's full-blooded Chinese. Yeah. I don't think anybody gives her any kind of trouble. Well, I um, I just read a story where a woman was, she said that if this isn't the epitome of black, not black, um, of white privilege, I don't know what is, and she said that she went into a Target she didn't have any back. She just went in for the Starbucks drink. Was walking out at the same time as an African American man, who had a bunch of bags, and the buzzer went off, and somebody immediately came. They like shrugged it off, and somebody came over, and stopped him, and she turned around and said, "Why? Why not me? Why are you not checking my purse?" And the guy was like, didn't know what to say, and so she stood there with him, 
and they went through her purse too because she forced them to. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess the man said like stop like they had a conversation outside of Target, and uh, he said, "Would you have done that a month ago?" And she said, "No, I'm sorry." And he said, "As long as you're learning." And like yeah, uh, like seeing these things, then right. we're making progress in the right. world. I had another good. And guess what was in her purse? What? She um had a gift from somebody that had a security little thing in it that went that made the thing go off. So it was her purse that made the sensors not go him. off, yeah. and not him. Yeah. So that difference but they accepted that it was a gift that, that she... no they didn't see it i guess they just just they looked in her purse and that was it oh okay. she didn't go into detail what they did with her purse. I, another example i had was when um, sorry i didn't mean to cut you off my mother died you know when i was 14 yes in the in june and in the winter my father decided he was going to drive to Los Angeles to see his parents. His, his mother had a bad heart. And he was going to drive to Los Angeles to see them, and he didn't, he didn't want to go along, alone. So he took me out of school, and I went with him. Mm-hmm. So I was still 14 and a half. And he stopped to go some, in somewhere in a town in Arizona or New Mexico. And he said, I won't be long, just wait in the car. And down the street came a black man, and coming the other way, on the same sidewalk, was a Hispanic. I don't know if he was Mexican, American, whatever he was. And he had to get off the sidewalk for the black man because that was the pecking order. That's stupid. What well, is stupid? But these are things I've occurred. seen with my in my own life that I remember only because to me they made no sense. Yeah. So, like, back to my question. So, like, are you seeing things that are occurring? Maybe not to the extreme, but also I only learned in history books. Like, are you seeing, like, similarities between, like, the 50s and the 60s to now? In the sense of police brutality? I don't know, because I'm not really out in it, and I'm not really that aware. Because you have been asleep a lot. I'm just at a point in my life that doesn't... Did you, did you, do you remember it? Did you see a lot of it when you were in Minnesota? Or what, where were you in the 50s and 60s? I can't remember. New Jersey? We were married in 1956. Yeah, so we were in Virginia. So I was from, I was in Minnesota from 1954 when I got my high school diploma. Mm-hmm. Then I spent a year in Boston. Ever and I saw nine months or whatever. Yeah. And then I spent my sophomore year in Minnesota and finished my sophomore year in June, and I was married Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. So I, 
I don't remember things, I don't remember incidents at the university. I also don't know that I remember that many black people there. What I remember was that I was in the, the school of, uh, of arts and sciences, the hoity-toity school. Um, more like the Brandeis or the Harvard or whatever within the within the overall umbrella, and that all my girlfriends that I graduated high school with, and were studying to be teachers and were in the school of education, could take their math and science courses in the in the school of general studies, which was much a much easier course than I was taking, mm -hmm. or literature. And I, and I would look at them and I'd say, you're taking your education there, but you're going to teach my children. You know, they're still doing that, right? Oh, I'm sure they are. They did that to me. Because, like, they said, you need to take these bare minimum classes, and they pushed us to take the easier classes. Right, right. Like, I took... So that, that but that has nothing to do... With color or race or yeah, anything, yeah. it was just, and I just kept... The difference in degrees, like, where you're going to, for college. Yeah, you know, what, it's, it's like, if you have a Rutgers degree as opposed to, I can't even think Oklahoma of... Oklahoma State. Yeah. Yeah. So. so, I don't know, but those are, those are incidents I remember... And then the lady saying, um, what about the lady saying at your apartment that if you get any darker, you'll have oh, to Oh, <laughs> she was a little southern lady. And when she went outside, I mean, to, for her skin to get colored would have driven her nuts. She went outside to pick vegetables in her garden in, in huge leghorn hats that really covered her whole face in the end. Gloves that went up past her elbows because she had on short sleeve dresses. And she was, but she was of a different era than I was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was 20 and she was probably 70. There's probably 50 years between us. So in any 50-year span, you're going to get some sort of change. Like you and me. Like, there's a huge yeah. difference between yeah. when, we were when I was growing up versus when you were growing up. Right. In many ways. Right. So, but but that that's, that's just life, you know. But I hope this makes some consistent changes. I hope this means Me that... I hope more people are aware as well. There's so much talent out there in children that doesn't get See. doesn't get brought out and that's bad for the country. Well, um, one of my, and I know I'm not supposed to have favorites as a teacher, but one of my all-time favorite students, her name is Lanaya. Mm -hmm. She's an amazing writer. She is gifted in writing. She is in... One of your students, a third grader? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. She um, is so gifted, and she's so kind and respectful. She sees things happen, and she goes out of her way to help people. 
and I and I know she um, was struggling with identifying herself in my classroom because I didn't realize it until she brought it up to me. She said, can you start reading books that have more African-American main characters? And when that happened, I realized every book I read for the previous two months, because this was like in October, I want to say, mm-hmm. had a white kid. Because that's what you read. But also that's because like what our curriculum is telling me to read. Mm -hmm. And it hit me and I said, Lanaya, today after school I am sitting down and I am researching so many different books to bring in and put on my Amazon list and to like have in our classroom. And like finding other African American authors that you can read and that anyone can read and that we can have our class like read aloud like um, B and stuff. So... Like, yeah, you somebody does have to you 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 have you have to someone has to point out these things to you because that's not your but, mindset because that's not your experience. But like also like I also grew up um not identifying myself with books, like in the Me. sense of like I didn't see myself in those storybooks either because of your of book. the Jewish part, but also like. That's easier for me to hide in a way, but it's in no comparison. Um, but like, I also never visualized what the storybook was telling me. I visualized it in my head. Right. Because I read the words with the teacher. I didn't look at the pictures. Because it would be hard for me to look at the pictures and hear the story and follow along. I had to look at the words as the teacher read the book. Or else I would have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That was your disability. Yeah. So. But you found a way to compensate. But see, that's the thing. Like, I didn't even realize people associated themselves in the books because I didn't associate myself in a book. To you, it was just Connect a story. To the book. It was just a story. I didn't see, I didn't see the characters on the page. I didn't see the kids on the page because I didn't pay attention to it. How do you help your kids who have problems see the characters? I ask them, how would you feel if you were in the story? And, like, I don't, like, they don't need to see the pictures to understand what's happening, how they would feel and stuff. And I ask them, like, what they would do and how they would react and if they would react that way the character did and stuff. And But, like, in order for them to see themselves, like, physically, like, see themselves in the story, I'm getting a broader collection of books and using more books that have different main characters from different backgrounds and cultures and races and stuff because it's not right to just have white kids on a page because that's not what's in my classroom i think i had six white kids in my classroom of my 18 how many 18 so it was like less than a quarter Mm mm-hmm it was a third yeah so you were not teaching i was not teaching to my kids what they needed. And I didn't realize that until Lanaya said something. And I, and I felt so terrible. But like... like, Did she ever thank you or anything? No, because she's a third grader. And I would never expect a third grader to thank me. For that. Did you find her reading the book the choices, new choices you made? Yeah, but what was the most difficult was that... Um, like, we didn't get to finish our read-aloud book from before spring break. Um, 
we were reading Boxcar Children, so I was going to start reading um, another book. I was going to do research over spring break for another good chapter book um, to read that was written by an African-American author mm-hmm. to read to third graders because she really wanted one. Um, but I never got the chance to because of no. COVID. Yeah. But, you know. but, like, I mean, I'll, I'll be able to start off with a good yeah. book. Yeah. In the fall. I get to make that change. Are you researching this summer? Yeah, I am. I'm making little ones. So. What sources do you have that help, help you find books that are geared toward... Lucy um, is sending me a bunch of resources... Oh, good. Um, and then I'm also going to research on my own because now there's an even bigger push to have um, different cultures and races and ethnicities and all that represented in the classroom. There was a bigger put. There was a little push when I was in college, but even more so now. So the stuff provided for you by the school system no, no, not by the school system. Like, That's what I'm are you saying. Ready, are you ready for this? It's by the state of Texas. Yep. That's who sets the the books they recommend? Yep. Well, that's going to take a long time. Yep. So I get to... So I'm in charge of planning... Do you want me to pause this or stop this? Okay. Um. So... I'm in charge of planning reading for my grade. Next year I'm going to have people help me, but I'm I'm going to be in charge of it this year. Um, and so I'm going to make a point to change out books if I can. If I know of books or if I have more time to research in between um, plannings, then I will find books. Now, do you have a library the... in your school? Yes. And a librarian? As of right now, we don't have a librarian. We, they are hiring one, but we will, hopefully. But the librarian last year was a bitch. So was I, what? Was a bitch. Well, I never went to her. She was mean and scary, and nobody liked her. That's a shame. I know, right? Yeah. Because so, she could have been a, a good resource. Yeah. So hopefully our new one is great, because then I'll ask her. Because that's what librarians are for. What do you want to talk about tomorrow? I don't know. You could didn't, ask. Didn't I ask you a question? Let's ask you another question. Let's make it a short one. Or are okay. you too tired? Okay. Okay, I'll stop this one. Can I ask me a question? question? You can ask me a question during the day tomorrow. Okay. We'll get to it. But let's try to get to it earlier. I know we're having fun. I, try, I tried getting, yeah. Yeah, I know.